like I like to have people around me it's when like I'm a eating. Social thing for you? Yeah, it's more of a social thing. Like I like to have conversations and like I don't know. Every time we, I'm like I'm eating with somebody. We're always getting into like these deep conversations and you know just kind of just flowing and and and. Dude, I'm so into the food. I'm like. I can't even well, I mean, obviously, there's that downtime when you are waiting for the food. Oh, yeah, yeah. But even like, yeah, I like to get into the food. Like, I get really into it and, and the flavors and all that stuff and just kind of, I guess, uh, uh, I guess soaking it in, I yeah. guess you could say. Because, I mean, that's the thing that I've been trying to avoid is I eat it too fast. Yeah, I love eating fast. And then the shit's gone. And then I didn't really get to be in the moment, right? I can't stand that slow eating shit, though. It's something that I've told clients before that are trying to struggle to lose I, weight and I, stuff. I, it's annoying, and uh, it's it's so like, annoying. I'm like, I, I want to get this over with. Like, but like, well, yeah, but that's what the thing is. Like, after I get done with it, I'm like, I want more. Whether it's what I want more, what it's like, oh shit, I didn't want this shit to end. I was yeah. enjoying myself was so good. much. Yeah, it was really good that I, I want more of it. So mm-hmm. I am trying a lot. I, I am putting more effort into, um, into slowing down when I eat. You know, so yeah. it's able for me to, to enjoy the food, and I'm able to get fuller. Um, and I'm not at the end of the uh, of the meal. I'm not picking off of everybody's fucking plate anymore. So I don't True. know. I mean, it works. It works for some a lot of people. I know a lot of people who are a lot smarter than me say that it's like proven. So it is proven because I because I've, I've been doing that. I've been doing that for like the last few months now, and I've noticed that I've been a lot fuller. I'm not fucking as bloated. Uh, I'm satisfied. I'm not have my my cravings have dramatically been going down, um, just because I've been slowing down on you know when I eat. Huh, that's interesting. I wonder because like so for the first time I well maybe not the first time ever but first time in my I would say the last like ten years I went to a really fancy restaurant with my girlfriend mm-hmm. in L.A. Where'd you guys go? Uh, man, some Italian place that I guess has been there since like the beginning of the early 1900s. Mm. And, uh, dude, I couldn't help but get like irritated at the fact that they bring out like, oh, here's the menu and take 15, 20 minutes to decide what you want. And oh, we're going to bring you bread. Yeah. And then after that, we're going to bring you drinks and then we're going to ask you what you want. And I'm like, bro, just bring me my fucking Just give me spaghetti right now. Balls, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want the appetizer, the main course and the dessert all at the same time. Uh-huh. But you made me think about that, and you, maybe that's maybe that's the issue with fast food, right? What? Is that well, you know, obesity and like you know, overweightness is usually co- connected to like people eating fast food, yeah. right? Where everything comes out at one time, mm-hmm. and so you're not getting that like, like you said, time taking slowly. You know, the you experience. eat your appetizer, you're e- enjoying the appetizer, and then it takes a few minutes for your main course to come out. Yeah. Then you're eating the main course, and then it takes some time for you to your dessert to come out. And by the time you've eaten the appetizer and the main course and all that time has gone by with you like digesting and stuff, mm-hmm. you're probably too full to finish the whole dessert. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and and yeah, you're slowing things down. You're the, uh, your, your, your stomach is processing all that food. Yeah. So you're fuller at by the end. So by that dessert time, you're not. Your hunger hormones get to like, you know, your ghrelin goes down and your, what is it, leptin? Mm-hmm. goes up that signals to your brain that you're full so yeah. you get that ice cream and you're like i'll take a few bites 
Yeah, Already. and that's the other thing too. Is like with fast food, it's everything on the once. well, not just that, but they're kind of small too. Like the meals, if you really look at it, it's like really it's, small, but tons of calories. But it's tons of packed yeah. calories, though, Super right? Calories. And that's why, you know, uh, most of the people that I've worked with, you know, uh, when they first come to me, you check their food log and. Um, they go to fast food places about yeah. three times, four times a, a day, and they're able to do that because I mean the food is not that big, yeah. but they're calorie you're dense food. Calories every yeah single for meal. one single meal. Yeah, 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 and it's so it's you know they eat it, and then the other thing too is that they don't drink water. They don't drink water. They don't yeah. hydrate. So usually when you get done eating food, I do. You know, I'm drinking water, and it keeps me a little bit more fuller. Uh, usually, the people that I work with, they don't really drink that much water, and especially. Uh, and if they do get thirsty, they're grabbing for a coke or something like yeah, that. See, so. that's, that's the thing too. It's like habit, because like I, when I get thirsty or feel like I want to drink something, the first thing I want to reach for is water. Like yeah. nothing really else other than that. When I was thirsty back when I was a kid. And I'm okay. with yeah, when I was a kid and fat, that was too different. That was a whole yeah, different I, person. The first thing, the first thing I would reach was a fucking uh, a can of coke. Oh yeah, for sure. Dr. It was Pepper so was fucking weird. Uh, like it never, it never dawned on me. Like why would I be, get so thirsty after drinking uh, a can of coke? Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it never like it never hit me until one of my uh, a buddy of mine's brother he was like why are you drinking that dumbass it's just gonna make you more thirsty right i never really paid attention to him until i started you know taking my health a little bit more seriously and that shit always stuck on me a stick uh to me uh him saying that and i'm like yeah because it's all fucking just pure sugar Sugar, sugar water yeah that's all it is food coloring yeah yeah that's pretty much what it is so i mean yeah of course you're thirsty but yeah dude i used to uh people sometimes don't realize that uh we went through this shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. We went I through mean, this shit. Do you know what? Somebody I've heard some three people tell me in, that I haven't seen in a while that I saw the last couple of months. One, one guy was like, oh, man, you're so lucky, dude. You've been able to like keep it on and stuff like that, keep going. And uh, somebody else was like, oh, man, it must be nice to be able to you know keep going and stuff like that. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you have the choice to do it, too. Yeah. You just stopped. Like, my bad. Like, yeah, I kept you going. Stopped. That's what yeah. you did. You stopped like I was, I was going. fat with you, bro. Like we were fat together. Yeah, we you just just went a different way. Yeah, you just went a different way. We had enough of the shit, and we continued to 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 pursue this shit. And now that's why we're in the position that we are today. I mean, yeah. I mean, you either got to there's got to come a point where you're like fed up of being overweight, of being, you know, whatever. In my position might be right now. We're talking about obesity, but. Yeah. Broke, fucking unemployed, whatever. Everybody has a rock bottom. You gotta hit you know? that. You gotta definitely hit that to make the changes and have and, and implement this shit into your life. Oh yeah. To make those uh to make those changes for sure. Everybody hits that rock bottom. And then I, I you know, I don't know about you know I assume that most, you know, personal trainers when they when they're signing up their clients, they their clients dealt with uh, uh, um, uh, rock bottom. That's oh, why they yeah. were actually reached out for. Uh, for sure. I mean, there's a point where like they got too uncomfortable and are like, "I need to change this." That's like one of the things that a lot of people come up to me and ask me, like, "How do I get a flat stomach?" Especially well, when people, abs, especially when people uh, uh, getting like a consultation with me. That's the number one thing is that they want to get a flat stomach right. and. 
And in all actuality, anybody can get a, a flat stomach and depending on, on what uh, uh, body fat percentage you are or uh, body frame that you are, uh, you don't really uh, need much to get a flat stomach right? in all actuality. And if you begin with the goal of just getting healthy and, you know, in some kind of shape, mm. I guarantee you that the byproduct of getting healthy will be you having the body that you want. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people like, you know, you'll see people that look like bodybuilders or look like they're doing some kind of physique competition and stuff. Mm. But they, they, they treat their bodies like shit, you know, they're, you know that they're not healthy. They look good. They look like they're, they could, they're probably healthy, but they're not. They mm-hmm. chase the body thing before they chase the health thing. And I think that sometimes you can chase the body thing and not get the health thing. But I think that you can always chase the health and then be, it be followed up automatically by the body. It'll just come along. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of people fall in love with the aesthetic part, yeah, you know, and, then, and they never know, think about the health part, you know. Right, you and, start using gear and all kinds of, you know, pro-hormones and this and that to counteract the diet that you never fixed. Mm-hmm. You never became a healthy person or a health enthusiast. You just chased the body, yeah. which you could do with chemicals and fucking yeah, steroids. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. How, how you can, uh, you know, go after all these things, but the habits are still there. Right, exactly. Know? And then, you know, it's like a, you see, like in the military, you, I see this a lot where like, you get these guys that were in great shape, right, in the military, because uh-huh. the goal, their goal was to do really well on their PT test, their performance test, right? Yeah. So once the, the, once they get out and then that draw of like, you know, the PT test, the, oh, I want to be that 300 guy, oh, goes away. They no longer have anything that they're chasing. And then they just fall back on their old bad habits and they become overweight. You see, I see it all the time. Oh, yeah. Dude. And you're like, it's because the only thing they had in mind was the PD test and never like health or like getting uh-huh. something other than just a number on that. Score. Or even people like that do like the whole, uh, whether they're doing some kind of fast or they're doing some kind of juicing for, you know, some wedding or some vacation and or like uh, people start implementing all these fucking types of uh, uh, two months work. before. Like, yeah, I need like to lose workouts, sixty pounds. Yeah, so I'm doing hit every fucking day, and I'm running this, and I'm doing that, and all this other shit, and uh, and people don't realize that. I mean, yeah, you'll probably get there for sure, but your body will crush. You will not be able to sustain that kind of a load, and uh, you will fail. I mean, and then much. So many things come out of like you know. You know, trying to do that quick, you know, right? You're going to drop your calories to a thousand and, or, you know, yeah. what was that? Oh man, what was that dumbass thing that people were buying? The HCG diet? Remember that? Oh, that's, that's the, 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 the hormone. So it's a hormone if you get it from the doctor uh-huh. or from your, your gym doctor. Uh-huh. Um, but it's not a hormone if you get it from GNC or like vitamin shop or some other supplement store. It's just a liquid. And mm-hmm. when you open up the paper, it says that you have to do a 500 calorie a day diet with this. Uh-huh. supposed to quote-unquote hcg yeah and i'm like dude like of course you're gonna lose weight on that 500 calorie yeah. a day diet but what else are you gonna do tear a muscle tear a ligament injure <laughs> yourself your brain's gonna be all foggy like yeah, yeah. You, there's no way that that's like conducive to actually being healthy oh absolutely but you're gonna have a flat stomach but you will have a flat stomach <laughs> and you know other ways to have a flat stomach they're gonna we're gonna name some a few different ways that you might that you can get a flat stomach right uh, uh now uh, but the first thing that we have to establish is a lot of people would tell me, you know, I'm fat. 
I'm fat. So, you know, they'll lift up their shirt and then what really, what they're not fat. They're actually just bloated. Oh, yeah. So people need to tell, there's a difference between bloat and being fat. Right. Like if your stomach is extending and pushing out and the shit feels hard, you're bloated. Yeah. Yeah, you're super bloated. That's the reason. You're not fat. You're just bloated. Right. So, but, uh, but, you know, if it's flabby and yeah, and it be, loose, yeah, yeah. yeah, and loose, then yeah, you have fat around your abdominal area. So, I mean, uh, so let's get that thing straight. So, there's a difference between bloat and there's a difference between fat. Now, if you're fat, if you have fat around your abdominal area, then obviously you need to do some, uh, you know, exercises, you know, workouts, training, training, training. calories, yeah. You know, burning some calories, and you'll eventually get it off of there. Mm-hmm. But if you're bloated, now there's things that you can do as well to get that thing down. And you, there's probably some things that you can do right now to get it down. I mean, yeah, um, there's tons. There's a ton of ways. Drinking enough um, water. So one of the things that you can do is to stop eating uh, uh, inflammatory foods. And uh, anything that you have an allergic reaction to. Yeah. Uh, if you stop eating, if you know that you are uh, allergic to nuts, or if you're uh, allergic to, uh, if you are, are lactose, especially if you're lactose, you know, you should probably stop fucking eating it because you're fucking bloated as fuck, right? You're gassy, you're constipated. Uh, then you should probably stop taking it. Yeah. Right, and if people always people want to know, like, well, how do I know what what I can eat or what my body's gonna react bad to? So it used to be that these tests were super expensive, right? But now you can just mm. go to questdiagnostics.com, go on their website, go to the tests, and they actually sell you tests that you could just do in your home that'll tell you what foods your body's sensitive to. It'll tell you if you have, you know, a gluten intolerance, if you have mm-hmm. any kind of like things that you should definitely be avoiding. And they're, I think they're like a hundred bucks. I'm trying to find them right now, but uh, it's really, really cheap. They're at home, mm. and I mean, there's big gyms, big expensive gyms that charge you a thousand, you know, fifteen hundred dollars to do this. But it's a couple, a hundred, two hundred dollars if you do it on your own through Quest. Mm-hmm. And it's super easy. And if you don't want to spend the money, then do some type of elimination diet. Right. Right. So all the foods that you're eating right now, take one out. See how your body reacts to it. And if you're still, uh, uh, if, if you're not feeling anything, then you can probably put that food back in and take something else out until you figure out what the fuck is going on, right? And also be a little bit more mindful of what you are eating. So if you're at a restaurant and you're eating, uh, like, you know, you're eating some, uh, your, your food, your meal, and you eat it, and then you notice that you instantly start getting bloated. There's probably, you know, uh, uh, some kind of reaction that you're obviously getting some kind of reaction to it. I will say, though, that for a lot of people, I feel like their body always feels like shit. So eating that crap doesn't really make them feel any worse because they already feel like that 24-7. And it's not normal. And feeling like (laughs) (laughs) feeling like shit is not normal. Okay, 
don't blame it on your on your age and all this other bullshit. No, 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 no. Blame it on your diet. Blame, blame it on it what on you're your putting di- in your mouth. <laughs> blame it on your diet. We, uh, Rodrigo and I, we know plenty of people that are in their 40s or 50s and they feel fucking fantastic. They feel great. Uh, uh, even people in their 60s, I know people Dude, in their 60s. Dude, there's a guy at my job that's like 40-something and just jacked. Like, just looks like, he looks better than most, like, you know, athletes coming out of high school yeah. or college. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, dude. And it's every single time I talk to these people that are in their 50s, 60s, 70s and still work out and still look good, yeah. they say they say the same thing. Just don't stop. Yeah. Just that's don't pretty stop much, going to the gym. That's pretty much. There's this lady at my at, at my gym. Uh, I see her there every single day. She's in there for maybe about two hours, I would say. And I saw her doing a pull-up. I was I saw her do like five or six pull ups, body weight, right? And she, the lady was like in her seventies. Damn, you know, in her seventies, she's cut up, ripped, abs, everything, dude. But I, I can tell that she's always in a good mood, and she feels fucking great because between sets she starts dancing and shit. And she's over there smiling and good ass fucking mood, and she's going in there in the gym, putting in the work. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Do you have a, feeling like feeling like shit is not normal? No, it's not. Do you have a digestive enzymes or probiotics on your list? Uh, I do not have digestive uh, enzymes. Those or are probiotics. amazing for reducing bloating. First of all, second of all, you said something about being in a good mood. That lady. One of the things that people, well, I feel like a lot of the general public doesn't know this, but. Your gut has a lot to do with what your what mood you're in, whether or not you're. It's our second brain, right? right. People call right. it our second brain. They say that they're. Oh man, I don't want to fuck up the explanation of this, but there's some. I don't know how many billions of like neural connections around the gut. Mm-hmm. So that's like literal, basically the same thing that's in your going on in your brain, yeah. going on around your in your stomach area in your gut. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the way that you treat your gut is gonna be how you feel. Absolutely. You treat your gut like shit. You're gonna feel like shit. Yeah, absolutely. So stop eating all that bullshit that you're eating. That's fucking you up. That's making you bloated. And uh, I guarantee. And you start eating good, nutritious foods. Take a probiotic, some di- uh, digestive enzymes, and you'll start noticing. Not only would you start getting a flatter stomach, mm-hmm. but you start feeling a lot better too. And then obviously, like we're talking about this, and we're saying this, and you know, I've been. You know, in the gym for 12 years, and I think you've been somewhere around the same time amount of time. Yeah. So we're saying that's like it's easy. It's not. It's going to be the hardest not. shit you've ever done. Absolutely. You've been eating like this for probably your, your entire life. Probably as a child. You used yeah, to yeah, yeah, like yeah. This. So there's definitely going to be, it's definitely going to be difficult to break that habit. Oh, for yeah. sure. For, I still struggle with it. And it's going to be step by step. Like it doesn't mean that, you know, today and from day on, from now on, you're never going to eat bad food again. It's, you know. I just ate some Oreos <laughs> before you got here. Dude, you're like in love with Oreos. <laughs> I love Oreos. I just ate some Oreos. But, and you know, I don't make it into a thing where, you know, I'm consuming them all day, every single day. You know? And you could go to one of the health food stores like Whole Foods or Sprouts and get some actual, like, not as bad Oreos. Well, Oreos, you are, Oreos are already vegan as it is, dude. Okay. <laughs> so, right? There's no, there's no kind of animal product in there. Can you imagine if Oreo starts using that as like a marketing thing? Like we're vegan. We're vegan, you guys. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're vegan. Um, I uh, the other thing that you can probably do to cut back on that uh, that uh, get a flatter stomach is uh, stop drinking or limiting 
the amount of carbonated drinks we'll be talking about and alcohol. Yeah, alcohol's a big one, man. Yeah, you 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 like to drink alcohol. Mm, I mean, I drink like once a month, and I think it's actually but, been a few but, months. So, I, but when you notice that you drink it, when when you drink it, oh, you I, feel a little bit bloated, right? Dude, I feel a huge difference in my joints. Like I even in your like, joints, yeah, pain. Yeah, in my joints. My, pain, my joints get really pain or uh-huh. like achy from the alcohol. But for sure, the, I mean, you're gonna feel like your stomach's gonna get messed up. I mean, you're that's alcohol, and that's I would have to look this up to look for sure, but I'm like 90% sure that that alcohol is going to kill some of that bacteria in your stomach off. Oh, like yeah. Like if, if you rubbing alcohol kills bacteria on your hands, and I'm going to assume that you drink it. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you drink it. It's too. So most likely. Yeah. <laughs> so most likely it's going to kill some shit in your stomach. Not to mention, alcohol is one of the only drugs that breaks the blood brain barrier, which means that it actually physically affects the brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. That's a pretty big one. Today. That's a big I'm one. A, I'm a pretty big fan of my brain, and I'm not trying to. And have I Alzheimer's love my brain. Yes, <laughs> I love my brain. <laughs> but but yeah, carbonated drinks, obviously, because it has carbonation in it. You know, you drink it, and you're, you're pretty much swallowing, you know, gas, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, where's it gonna go, right? Go straight to your stomach, and if you're drinking. Uh, multiple cans a day or you know going on your lunch break and getting one of those big giant big gulps or whatever it is it's crazy that people drink that and like don't even drink it like one they'll drink like two or three a day yeah like i'm like even listen even the diet ones too like listen even that shit has carbonation yeah it may have zero calories yeah and you're probably using some kind of chemical sugar to like that's going to give you cancer or some shit 20 years (laughs) there's going to be some class action lawsuit well hopefully not (laughs) because i drink one every day (laughs) so so, but i'm not drinking one you know i'm not drinking multiple cans or big giant big gulps multiple times a day though either you know i do keep that shit in moderation and um, I do drink it slowly as well. That's the other thing, too, is that a lot of people, they just start fucking chugging that shit down. Oh, man, that's, it hurts my stomach if I try to, even if it's like a soda water, man. Yeah, so anything like that or even like alcohol. People, you know, you, you, people don't realize is that when you are consuming liquids that fast, you're swallowing air as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're swallow- swallowing air, the carbonation, the air, it's all going to go to your stomach. You start feeling bloated and, you know, uh, and you know those, those, uh, those abs, those sexy abs don't look as sexy your anymore. Your gut's sticking you, out like a few more inches. Gut, yeah, like your like gut your, is oh, just shit. sticking out. So, you know, cut back on the carbonation, cut back on the alcohol. I'm not saying like Rodrigo said to cut it out completely. But, you know, in, in moderation, you know. I think it's, like anything, it's got to be an 80-20 slip, man. 80% has to be like you being disciplined, whether, like I said, whether it's diet, money, whatever. 80% has to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. And then the other 20, you can have some fun with it. And having some fun with it doesn't mean, you know, <laughs> destroying the 80 to 80% that you no. did. It just means, you know, loosening up a little bit. Yeah. yeah but yeah. at the same time, I, I that, and I think that that's the biggest thing and the hardest thing for our generation and the generation coming after us is that we're so used to that instant gratification Mm. that it's hard not to get it yeah and you just i mean i ordered some shit from amazon did you today what'd you order "Mm, car parts some car parts yeah you got a car yeah my lexus i've been putting so much money into it i need to stop you've been putting too much money into it 
Well, what does it need it? No, it just oh, like it does upgrade it? a suspension for us and oh, shit, okay. just so I can to be stupid on the freeway. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have our our, our our vices, our vices, ladies and gentlemen. His is car parts, your guys' is food. You know, yeah. we're all trying to help each other out here. The next one, where well, I just briefly talked about eating slowly uh, or drinking things a little bit more slowly. If you're drinking things, you're swallowing air. If you're eating uh, uh, fast. What you're doing is is pretty much uh, like let's just say you're eating a fucking steak. You know how long and how hard the body or the stomach needs to work to break down food, big chunks of food. Usually, this is what what was my problem many years ago is that when any time when I would eat anything, right, steak, chicken, any kind of like you know uh, animal uh, source of uh, protein sources. Um, I would just maybe chew it maybe three or four times and then just swallow it. Right. Oh, dude, I'm a one-chew swallow, dude. So, and but but I noticed that I would do that, and then I would start getting blo- uh, bloated for sure for about everything that I would eat, though everything that I would eat, and it would be it became a problem because I would just get bloated. I would be bloated all day, every single day, and I'm over here thinking I'm eating fucking healthy. What the fuck is going on that I'm always feeling uncomfortable? So also to that, one of the things that. Chewing does, your body releases enzymes through the mouth, through the saliva glands, yes. and then it begins the breakdown process of the food. Mm-hmm. So if you're not chewing it enough and it's not being covered with your saliva, you're not mm-hmm. starting that breakdown, and that all has to happen in your gut. Yeah, so you're swallowing these big chunks of food. It's going down into your stomach. It's taking all this time and effort to break down the food that is causing stress into the stomach that causes inflammation It starts blow uh getting bloated so taking your time when in terms of uh of eating so i know it's it's a long time but i'm practicing at eating at least 20 to 30 times before i swallow uh chewing it like yeah so i'll like chew it so if i'm eating a steak i'm over there just jump 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 20 to 30 times and yeah it sucks because i was counting I'm so impatient. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Well, I know it was, that was the problem in the beginning. I was just so impatient with it. But I started to get to the, the hang, the, the, I started getting used to it to where, like, all right, I already know it's enough. Or what I used to, uh, well, I do today is that I'll chew it, won't count, I'll chew it. And then if it feels like little bitty pieces, then I'll go ahead you know, and swallow it. Um, other thing, too, don't drink water or any kind of fluids. With your meals. So I always save it. The, my, my drink or when I'm about to get done is when um, uh, there's no food in my mouth or until the end of the meal. Because usually when you're chewing food uh, and then you take a, you know, uh, uh, a drink of, of your water or your beverage or whatever, usually that liquid takes the food and just... Oh, so you're not down. chewing it anymore. So you're, you're not chewing that. it anymore, right? Ah, so now okay. you're drinking. Yeah, so now you're taking that food down. That makes sense. Yeah, so that's why. So that's another thing that I usually that I do. And since me implementing those and making it into a habit, I don't get bloated anymore after a meal, which is great. It feels great because now I can still have those sexy uh, uh, two pack abs right now. Yeah, that's uh, a work in progress. Yeah, whatever. I'm, now I'm gonna cut right now. So. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes I think the abs are overrated, and it's winter. It, it is. You gotta like put some weight on, like a bear. Yeah, you, you know what? And girls dig that shit, right? Sometimes they like yeah. to cuddle. Yeah. They like cuddle yeah. bears. They don't have uh they don't have little uh, 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 little uh, 
uh, beach body uh, bears, bears like shredded ass bears, with shredded ass stuff. Bear, they don't have that. They have the little cuddly ones. You imagine you saw like just a juice head bear, <laughs> teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I completely agree. Uh, abs are overrated. Uh, another thing is eating stuff out of a box. This is something that at, when I worked at the gym, we would harp on a lot. If you pay attention to the grocery store, everything on the perimeter is usually. Your vegetables, your meats, your cheeses, your dairy products, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like your more natural things. And then mm-hmm. everything usually in the center aisles is in a box, it's in a package. There's some kind of like process. Everything is processed that you get from a Pretty much, store. But yeah. everything in the center is extremely processed. Like yeah, the, in, in, the uh, ingredients is extremely long. Giant list of yeah, things yeah, that yeah, nobody yeah, knows what yeah. that is. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're like, what is that? So yeah, just go outside of the perimeter of the of the of the grocery store. Do that store. first, one hundred percent. Do that. Get your vegetables first. Get your meats first. Get your cheeses, uh-huh. your eggs, stuff like that. All that first, and then you can go, go in into and the get, middle. To the middle, yeah. then, I mean, unless you're balling like that, you know, you're probably gonna see the stuff in your cart that you filled up with the outside, and then you're gonna go to the middle and be like, I don't want to. I'm standing. already spending like yeah. two hundred dollars yeah. already. You <laughs> <laughs> should. Um, the next thing that a lot of people uh, don't think about. Is posture. Oh, dude. No, I harp on this so much. Dude. So people, I, I always, people would tell me like, you know, like, oh, I always got this, this, this pudge right here. And then you poke them in and the back. And <laughs> this like, pudge right here. And I'm like, okay, let's do this now. So I want you to roll your shoulder blades back and you pop that chest up and let's extend the, the abs, right? And all of a sudden. They the lose pooch, 10 to 20 pounds. Yeah. All yeah. of a sudden their pooch is gone, right? So <laughs> this is an older, and I, I'm sure a lot of women do it, but I see this a lot in like older men. They just kind of slouch and they're just going like, mm, oh, it's whatever. more and more and like, now than bro, ever, yo. Stand up, yeah, it's more than ever. I'm, I see, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, you know, obviously, you know, like uh, uh, upper cross syndrome. The, uh, you see that upper cross syndrome, but it, and, and all. All kinds, like you see when obviously in senior citizens, they they, they get it more. But you know, you see kids now oh, with yeah. that shit because sure. we have because of you know all the video games that they're playing and on being on their phone and tablets and laptops and all that other shit. You know, you see that shit a lot more nowadays. Uh, uh, and I'm like, I'm a personal trainer, so I'm always seeing, I'm always checking out people's bodies like all the time yeah. and seeing how they move and. And seeing how they're structured and everything like that, and you, I notice that more than anything is the upper cross syndrome. So you have for people that don't know what upper cross syndrome is, is that when your chest is caved in and your upper back is all rounded and you just slouch down, kind of a thing, to where it causes your abdominals to kind of just pooch out. Right. If you Google it and you see the picture, you're gonna know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. you're probably doing it right now. The yeah. people that are listening to this shit, you're probably doing it right now. And, and hey, I, and I kind of have it a little bit too. And you know, uh, I, I do a lot of work on, on on my laptop and on my phone. So sometimes, you know, I start rounding my shoulders a little bit, uh, and then you start seeing that little pooch. Um, but yeah, working on your posture is going to be a huge, huge, uh, game changer for you for getting that flatter, uh, uh, stomach. I mean, and you know, usually when people go, people are like, oh, my goal is to lose 30 pounds or whatever. The goal is not actually to lose 30 pounds. They don't give a damn what they weigh. They just want to look better. You know I mean? Most people just want to look better. It's not, the number doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So if that's your goal, I mean, the first thing, if you can get yourself in your first 30 days to just stand up, right? while you work on losing the actual body fat, mm-hmm. 
Now you look better, you feel better, right? Before you've ever, before you've even actually put in any actual work, all you've done is stand up straight now. Yeah. Right. So you look better. You've already taken a huge step towards your goal because when you look in the mirror and you're or you're out in public, you feel more confident because you're walking upright. You look good. Yeah. Now in 30 days, when you actually lose the 10 pounds, you, now that's uh, on top of the way that you look because you're just standing up straight. Yeah. So it's like an accumulation of things. All these Absolutely. little things. Absolutely. And you'll see those changes dramatically, very very fast. Uh, and this is something that you can do right now. You know. So work on that posture. Roll those shoulder blades back down. Popping that chest up and just lengthening those ab, uh, the your abdominals, um, and then you can also do some exercises too to help out with your posture. Um, uh, there's a lot of things that you can do. Uh, working on your upper back, obviously, to oh, yeah. to strengthen up the, those muscles. If you have the upper cross syndrome, you need to be doing back twice as much as you are chest. Yeah, I would always say that. I always I would say maybe two to one. Probably exactly. so yeah, two yeah. to one to to back to chest. Even if you don't have it, you should. But if you have upper cross syndrome, for sure. Yeah. So doing that, uh, stretching out a lot of your chest, uh, your your pectorals, uh, the front of your delts as well. So stretching out uh, the that, and then just noticing and being in the moment when you're sitting down and you're working and you're watching TV, whatever driving. it is, driving, all these things that we do on a daily basis, uh, making sure that you're not slouching down. Slouch forward, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. so just working on that, you're definitely going to get a, a, a flatter stomach. Uh, one of the things that I, I was actually thinking about this the other day, and today that we were, lo- I was looking into a little bit more about this, I found it. I've always thought, I, were, I thought for a while now that that upper cross syndrome, right, that decrease in the size of your chest, it's going to make it harder for you to breathe, right? Mm. So with COVID being a big thing now, I, I was thinking to myself the other day, like, I wonder if people having an upper cross syndrome when they get COVID, does that make breathing even harder? And now that I looked it up on the CDC website, Boom. it actually says obesity decreases lung capacity and reserve and can make ventilation more difficult. And this is one of the things that it says obesity is a problem with COVID. So, I mean, well, yeah. that's a pretty big one, especially right now. Yeah, so fix your shit. Yeah, expand your lungs. Expand your lungs. Breathe into your nose. (sighs) Taking that good oxygen. It feels so good when you do it, doesn't it? It feels so good. We take this shit for granted. (laughs) There's so many people that can't fucking breathe correctly or can't even breathe right. People with COPD or people with bronchitis, people with uh, asthma. I mean, (laughs) people that smoke shit. People that smoke. Yeah, that's crazy, yo. Um, I think, and this is another one that people don't know. and I think that people can work on this shit right now and see fast results from it is uh, doing TVA exercises. So doing your transverse abdominis uh, exercises. Okay. So for a lot of people that don't know what a TVA is, it's a it's a it's a a group of muscles that stabilize. Uh, your your spine and your core, and usually when we are consuming uh, inflammatory foods, um, or or if the muscle is really really weak, it starts uh, it starts uh, I guess getting that that pooch. It starts extending out. So it becomes weak. So what you need to do is strengthen that muscle. Um, so what you can do, and this is the other thing too, is that 
it drives me crazy because the TVA it can work as a as a corset, right? So it can hold everything together. everything together. And you see a lot of these people wearing the corsets to hold everything oh, together, right? But <laughs> dudes do it too with the belt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They Bro, see it. I'm like, take the belt off. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but but you 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 see that shit a lot, and people don't ro- notice is that that TVA it acts like that as well. And if you train it the right way, you can start holding that thing in. Now, for an example, um, bodybuilders they work on their TVA a lot, so that's why they always seem like their abs are always tight and firm, and yes. You know, and it's always looking like it's sucked in, even after they get done eating food, because um, they do a lot of TVA exercises. Now, one of the exercises that you can do to work out your TVA is vacuum poses. So this is another thing oh. that bodybuilders do, right? So if you've seen a bodybuilder on stage or, or you know posing at the at, at their at your gym. They go like they, they they stand up straight, good posture, right? They open up their abs, they're nice and long, and they suck in their um, their stomach all the way in. So it looks like they're just you know yeah like they're like they're sucked in, right? Yeah. So what they do is that they bring their belly button, and they always imagine that it's trying to touch their spine, and they just hold it there for a few seconds, and then they release. Hold it there for a few seconds, and then they release. So this is what I do pretty much every single day. I try to hold it in there, hold it there for maybe about five to 10 seconds, and then I'll release. Let it relax, do it again, hold it there for five to 10 seconds, and then I release. And I'll do this shit like any time, whether I'm fucking working out, whether I'm um, just sitting down watching TV, sometimes I'll do that just to strengthen up uh, those muscles. The other thing that you can do is when you're working out, you should be bracing. Yeah. Right? For sure. So if you're having lower back pain when you're doing any kind of deadlift or any kind of row or anything, it's probably because you're not tightening like you Yeah, because you're not tightening up because your TVA is really weak and it's attached to, lower, uh, to, uh, to your lumbar spine. So you need to train that. So bracing and tightening up that core a lot. One of the things that I always tell my clients is that how, because they don't understand bracing, right? I always tell them this: if you're getting ready to getting to get punched in your gut, what do you do, right? Right. You tense up. You brace. That's what I want you to do. So if I was getting ready to punch you in the stomach, I want you to brace. You don't. You don't right? like punch people in the stomach while they're squatting, do you? Well, <laughs> that's one of my <laughs> techniques. If you want, if you want a good squat and a good deadlift, shit, I'm gonna punch punch. you in the stomach. (laughs) (laughs) But those are some of the things that you can do right now, every single day, when you're working out, or when you're just like I said, watching TV, or uh, just here at the house, or doing errands, anything. This is what I do. I do the little vacuum pose, hold it there for five to ten seconds, and then let go. and like we talked about before, bracing. And then obviously doing uh, other core exercises right. as well. Uh, I'm a huge fan of like pay-off presses, uh, wood chops, uh, stuff like that. Not just focusing so much on the, on crunches, which I mean, they're great and everything, but... Yeah, abs, rotation. And stuff. Yeah, a lot of rotational. Our abs do a lot of things, you know. 
they can flex, they can extend, they can rotate, you know, so, you know, try to work them out in all different directions to get that sexy flat uh, And if you hate the gym, if you don't like working out, if you don't want to do exercises, eat right, and you'll still be somewhat, <laughs> you're looking right, oh, yeah. and you won't even have to work out if you, don't, if you really are that anti-working out. Yeah. Dude, just eat right. Just eat right. Yeah, you can probably just eat right. And do those those those, uh, those exercises stuff if you yeah, want to. Yeah, those exercises that I was just talking about right now, and then you should be pretty good yeah, too. I mean, I love the gym. David loves the gym, but the, we understand that the gym is not for everybody. Some people don't yeah. want to go to the gym. Some people are okay with not having a muscular tone to their body. They just yeah. want to lose the body fat. Mm. Cool. Stop eating ding dongs, ho hos, and McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, stop drinking the sodas. Uh, stop, uh, clean up the diet up. Shit, I even say if you're not drinking or if you're not eating any kind of vegetables, I mean, introduce the vegetable once a day. And I mean, I love supplements, so of course I'm going to say probiotics and just digestive enzymes. Yeah. But if you don't want to take supplements, there are tons they, of I mean, fermented yeah, they, foods. Yeah, they can yogurt, be expensive. Yeah, kefir, yogurt. Uh, what else? What else? Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. Uh, and then digestive enzymes. I mean, if you like pineapple, that has tons of bromelain in it which helps break down food and stuff like digest help digest i'm mm-hmm. sure there's way more than that with there's a lot of other enzymes. there's a lot of other benefits from I eating like pineapple, pineapple. <laughs> for my boys out there yeah <laughs> all right but I yeah mean, i don't think the boys would be the one to benefit from that <laughs> no to girl. help them well to help them out i'm saying you know help them out in their relationships but anyway those are some of the things that you can do uh right now uh, to get a, a, a flatter, sexier stomach. And if you're not on the fence about whether or not you're ready to start the weight loss journey, mm-hmm. I just want to really quick read this list. Uh, the CDC.gov says that are related to obesity. All, ca- all causes of death mortality, meaning that in every single case of death, whatever, however people die, if you're obese, it's more likely to happen to you. But high blood pressure, high uh, cholesterol, type 2 diabetes, coronary heart disease, stroke, gallbladder disease, osteoarthritis, sleep apnea and breathing problems, many types of cancer, low quality of life, mental illness such as clinical depression, anxiety, and other mental disorders. Now, with that one, I'm like, that is at an all-time high in our society. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. also obesity is. So Mm -hmm. I wonder if we cured the obesity epidemic that's going on in our country, would we then also cure the mental health issue that's going or mental that's health a possibility absolutely i mean that just seems like too much of a coincidence that we have both of those yeah. super sky high yeah. and then lastly is body pain and difficulty with physical functioning dude if your sex life is down the drain if you don't feel like you go out and you're able to you know do groceries without getting tired or walk upstairs or do any kind of like normal things that human beings are supposed to do like walk yeah maybe it's time well, I mean, and that's the other thing people that don't do is like, I don't think they put it together that w- what you're putting into your body affects you. Yeah. Even if it is fucking food, mm-hmm. right? And people don't think about that a- a- at all. They're always thinking about what's coming out, you know, out here, what's going on in the world or whatever. And yeah, that does, you know, play a role too. But I mean, think about it. What you're putting into your body. And all those chemicals and nutrients are, are getting released into your body. It has an effect, whether it's good or bad. It has to. It has to. Absolutely. And, and we wh- just talked about it right now. There's, there's. It, this goes for everyone. Everybody has some. I think 
everybody has some kind of allergic reaction to things. Oh yeah. There's things that I can that I eat that I start getting bloated instantly. Right. And I mean so, it's not an allergy like you're going to die. Yeah. But you're going to But feel your like body that. yeah, your body doesn't agree with it. Doesn't like it. So, I mean, you doing that to yourself every single day, multiple times a day, it has to have an effect on you. Uh, not just physically, but also mentally as well. I mean, in every single way. And I mean, I was just thinking right now, like how expensive must it be to have blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, to have a stroke, to have arthritis? Like how much do the medications for that cost? Like imagine if you could just avoid all that, mm-hmm. not have to pay all that, right? Mm-hmm. You probably get cheaper insurance through your healthcare provider, right? Yeah. Because you're in shape and you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, because they have all these challenges now that you can yeah, do yeah. when you have a healthcare provider. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it costs money, like extra to, you know, buy GMO free food or to buy all this expensive free range stuff. Yeah. Well, it's probably a lot more expensive to have cancer, to have arthritis, gallbladder mm-hmm. disease, strokes, all these things that I, we listed off. Yeah. Like, that's probably way more expensive. And that's a really good l- way to look at it. And you have saved, uh, you have money left over for car parts. Yeah, that's true. So there that's you that's go. Thing. <laughs> or shoes. <laughs> or shoes, yes. <laughs> car parts and shoes. <laughs> but yeah. So, but oh hey, take your advice. Take our advice or not. Whatever. You know, we got flat stomachs. That was like the most American thing we've ever done. <laughs> but if we can do it, our extra money, we're going to buy shit. We're gonna, we're gonna well, buy yeah, stuff. shit. Why don't that's your money? Go ahead and spend it however <laughs> you want to spend it. But yeah, that's uh, the episode for the, for this week. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Rodrigo for coming on, for doing this right in here. Rodrigo, you have anything to pro- uh, promote? I mean, not really. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm taking a, another social another media break. Another social media break? Yeah, man. I listened to this political scientist that's a professor at uh, Stanford. Yeah. And he said that the number one thing that we can do in the United States to help destroy the polarization in our politics is to mm. get off social media. I agree with that. And so I've actually been thinking about uh, that. But, but I'm going to talk to you. But you can't get rid of iron stands. Well, people, the people need iron stands. People need iron stands. <laughs> And if you guys can reach, and then you guys can reach us out on all of our social media platforms, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, Iron Stands Fitness, on all of them. Uh, if you guys want to reach us out, questions, feedback, uh, business inquiries, Iron Stands Training at gmail.com. and uh, we'll check you guys out yeah. next week. Peace. Yeah,